Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. (laughs) And we have a really special guest for you tonight. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a podcaster. Uh, He's a friend. Uh, Mr. Scott Simpson. Friend is a strong word. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Nice to talk to you again, Alicia. (laughs) I can't. Why I can't. Are you being I can't. So mean. He forced. He forced us to announce his name with Mister in front of it too. <laughs> That's right. I know. He's been mean. Honorary doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Honorary yeah. doctor fart. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> it was so. It's very uh, nice to talk to you guys. Thank you for yeah. being. Thank you for being different people than my family <laughs> to speak with. Oh, when did you guys go into isolation? Um, I let's see. I want to say in my my mind is March twelfth, which was when we canceled our the first show that we canceled uh, in San Francisco. I think it was a Thursday, so I don't know if it. I guess it's been almost exactly two months. Yeah, just over. Cool. And you, you are in San Francisco, so you're in in the thick of the United States and the uh, fun <laughs> stuff that goes on there with your wonderful leadership. So congratulations, Scott. All right. All right. <laughs> just move, move it along, Canada. You move it along. <laughs> um, no, I, my my I was just uh, chatting with Jessica. Uh, my wife is, as you know, Alicia. My wife is Canadian. All of her family lives in Vancouver, so I've had a lot of uh, spent a lot of time in Vancouver, and I've spent a lot of time uh, surprisingly angry at other people's criticisms of the United States. Really? Well, no, not really. I, I mean, I'm only surprised because you know I spent my life you know, being angry and then, but then you go to Canada and it's like, somebody's making fun of your stupid brother. <laughs> Only uh, I can make fun of him. That's right. It's my okay, stupid brother. I, I'm surprised because most of my American friends are like on board and family except one. So Wait, I'm sorry. I, I, making fun of America. Oh yeah. No, I'm on board with making fun of America. Of course. Oh, <laughs> but oh, it has to absolutely. be on your terms. Also, Canada <laughs> right. is not perfect. There's lots to criticize about Canada for Thank sure. Thank you yeah. for admitting that. Also, Jessica. especially our leadership, who was my former high school teacher. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. It's gross. Who's wait, who's your former high school teacher? Uh Justin Trudeau. Oh, I'm sure you guys have been through this extensively on this oh. show, so I won't ask oh, further, yeah. but that is, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't no. know. I think it's cool. If Trump was your former high school teacher, would you think it was cool? <laughs> I mean, Justin's Probably. not as bad as Trump for sure, but he's no angel. That's why I think I should be in charge. Oh, oh. First thing, everyone gets a puppy. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Everyone gets a big puppy. <laughs> oh, a big puppy. <laughs> the biggest puppy. Um, and uh, all the swimming pools are going to be full of uh, liquid chocolate. <laughs> oh, I was Ew. hoping to say Jello. Oh, yeah. Jello is better, actually. I have a better? packet. I have a packet of Jello, like a little box of it that I bought when all of this quarantine started because I was like, fuck it. I'm buying a box of Jello. I love Jello so much. <laughs> Even though I'm a vegetarian and I feel guilty oh, about right. eating gelatin, I'm just going to buy a packet of Jello. And when I hit rock bottom, I'm going to make that Jello. 
Um, I have a question for you regarding gelatin and vegetarianism. I was just reading uh, a book about how Kodak, the film company, sold their gelatin factory in 2011 because they've been grinding up hooves for film forever. Wow. Like, I guess, I guess photographic film is not vegan. I don't know. Oh. I just wow. learned Shocking. that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Most wine isn't vegan because they use like fish bladders to like filter the wine. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I'm also not like fully a vegetarian. I eat fish. I had a tuna sandwich today, so. Sure. I just try and eat things that are like, uh, obviously there's a lot of fish in Vancouver because there's huge amounts of ocean around us and lots of fishermen, so I I just like try and eat the things that don't make me sick while also like not destroying the planet, but it's tough. <laughs> it's yeah. tough. I feel guilty about every, everything of almond milk I buy. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, gee whiz. This is just a, this is a real trip down, down <laughs> you fucked up lane right now, even when you're trying. I'm a real, I'm a real bastard. Um, so yeah, you've spent time in Vancouver. I, was delighted to find out that you know the fancy grocery store near where I live. I know the fancy grocery store. I've, I've, you know, I've go there and I'll buy like a Ritter Sport and then oh. get the heck out. Yeah, that's exactly what that store is for. That's the store. That's the store where I learned that vinegar could cost forty dollars. Yes, <laughs> yes. That Meinhardt's is this is the place where that particular little ceiling was shattered for me. It's shocking. And those are the vinegars and the oils are always on a display right next to the checkout. So you're checking them out while you're standing in line and you see one and it's like $24 and you're like, wow, that's a lot. And then your eyes go to the next one and you're like $33 and then you're like $45 and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, is this some like Pope's fermented piss? Like, what is it? <laughs> I like that the twenty three the twenty three dollar one is just there to open up your expectation hole. Yeah. So that thirty three can can push in a little farther. My expectation hole is always wide open. Well, I mean you live yeah. Thirty three dollar vinegar. Yeah. Alicia, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I just Okay, uh, sorry, sorry. I, I was you guys can't see me, so when I try to jump in, it's you can't see me trying to jump in. So it's just you can interrupt. You just keep talking sure. about vinegar for the next hour. I mean, it's pretty great. <laughs> I've got this a is tight, the content I crave. Tight five about vinegar for sure. <laughs> I have a tight five because of vinegar. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, guys. Yeah, we know what that means. Come I, on. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, Meinhardt's has like been such a treasure trove of retail nightmares for us over the years. Truly. Um, I've been physically pushed by a senior in there. Um, <laughs> wow, really? Oh, yeah. I've paid like 2 to $3 more for a Lara bar because <laughs> I needed something to eat. And I'm like, this is a, a $2 bar. Why is it $4.99? Uh, it's, I'll bet. it's wonderful there. I will bet that if I gave it a minute and a half of thought, I could I could remember something negative that happened to me in that Meinhardt's. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you have a repressed memory about it? If anyone's been through those doors, they've had a bad experience. But I yeah. will I will say that they are they they took on like social distancing techniques and tactics that other places weren't doing like right away. And I 
I liked that. It was one of the last grocery stores I went to uh, like a month ago before I started getting groceries delivered. But yeah, it's still just it's too tiny in there. It is. It's it's everything is five sixths normal size. Yeah. <laughs> so you it's think true. it's going to be like a regular aisle and that you can walk past the person that you're trying to walk past, but then you get there and you realize you're obscured by, by sacks of beans. Yeah. And you have to touch them. And then also, even though it's five, six normal size, I still can't reach what I want off of the shelf. (laughs) And I have to like knock it off with the something long that I picked up nearby. Uh, For the listener and the guest, Jessica is you're five, two, five, zero, five, zero. You just, you just gave me two extra inches. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be a dream. I'm standing right now. <laughs> okay, Scott, this is Retail mm-hmm. Nightmare. Stop fucking around. Do Sorry. You have my mistake. A, just, <laughs> do you have a Retail Nightmare for us? I, I, have, I have a million Retail Nightmares for you. I worked at a, a bunch of retail jobs and had a lot of crazy things happen to me. I was thinking this morning about a time I I was a barista in Ann Arbor, Michigan in the mid nineties, which if you, if you want to picture being a barista in Ann Arbor, Michigan, in the mid nineties, just think like Richard Linklater, Michael Stipe, (laughs) and that's it. You're done. Dawson's Creek. I think it was even maybe pre Dawson. I just started watching and it started in 1998. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is, we. nobody knew the words Dawson's Creek at, <laughs> at my cafe. Not and, yet. No, no, not yet. And and so it, I was a barista for the first time and I was learning the ropes and it was day one and I was taking the orders of the customers and a woman came in, she was a bit middle-aged woman. Uh, so to me at 22, she was fucking old. <laughs> And she came up and just looked looked entirely like it was going to be an entirely normal uh, interaction. And she looked at me and she went, <laughs> or something Whoa. like that. I don't know. Okay. She said gibberish. She said literal gibberish, wasn't another language, was clearly like a made up. Like speaking was, in was, tongues. Speaking in she tongues. She was having yeah. a religious experience. It was, it was tonguey. Seeing your 22-year-old face. <laughs> she uh, just sort of sat there. She was coming. And she, is, that, is, that, is that what that meant? I've never, yeah, I've she never was had it happen. Screaming her jeans. Screaming her mom jeans. <laughs> so I was, I, was, I was terrified because it was my first day and I didn't, there wasn't a page in the book, the manual. <laughs> I thought you meant there wasn't like a page in the store that could help you. Like, page, come here. <laughs> My page was actually taking his five minute break. <laughs> and my intern was fucking out of the picture at this point. Long story. So unprofessional. Yeah. So I, I just was terrified. I didn't know what to do. And uh, my coworker who had worked there for a long time is this Russian guy uh, named Dima. Who, who showed me the ropes and also gave me a very specific Russian stereotype, which is that the Russians know how to game the system and work the angles. Oh. I don't know if that's a stereotype that other people have, or if it's just this one person in Ann Arbor, Michigan, who made me think that about all Russian people forever. 
No, I feel like my friend Tanya, who's Russian, uh, like you have to, to like, you have to work the system or you end up empty handed. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe you're just, you're just sort of a schmuck if you don't, if you don't oh, know how to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Guys, I guess my brother is Russian. That's so weird. <laughs> my son, <laughs> my son is Russian too. My son thinks I'm such a tool. Oh my God. Really? Uh, well, <laughs> let me, sorry, let's just do a quick side note on that story because it's barely a story. Um, I am a tool. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> One time we were in Los Angeles and he was about nine. I got, I went to the ATM. There was already a $20 bill in the ATM, wherever the, the money slot. And I took the $20 bill and I put it on top. <laughs> I put it on top of the ATM and I said, well, you don't know if they're going to come back and get it later. <laughs> and he looked at me like, you are the biggest chump I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Uh, it's, yeah, I am a chump. Anyway. That's well, kind of sweet. Could, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not, um, I don't take advantage to the extent that it's almost like performatively nice. Well, so Dima, <laughs> Dima came over, uh, <laughs> sighed. Dima saw that she was there. He sighed. He said, I got this. And he looked, he turned to her and he said, <laughs> she responded in, you know, nonsense, paid money. He, he cashed her out. It was like, uh, it was like I was watching the Sims. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was 100% like I was watching a Sims interaction and I fell in love that day with regular customers. I know this is, I know this was supposed to be a re like a nightmare, like where people were bad, but this, to, this was just sort of insane. Right. <laughs> and then she came back a few more times when I was working, I knew what to do and uh, everything went fine. Wow. What so was her order? <laughs> I think it was just like, oh, I know what it was. I know what it was because Dima called me a chump. For <laughs> wow, you for get beat not, up a lot. No, 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 just by Russians. <laughs> there was a there was a there was a scam among the baristas at this coffee shop, um, and it was called the iced tea scam because an iced tea it wasn't called it was. Sorry. First of all, it was not called the iced tea scam. I was the only person who called it that in my head every time I did it. Nobody else said a word about it. They didn't give a shit. It was just that an iced tea was exactly $1 with tax. And oh. so you would pretend to ring it up in the register, but then you'd take the $1 bill from the customer and put it in the tip jar. Everybody would share it later. Oh. In my okay, head, yeah. everyone was enjoying the iced tea scam. And <laughs> to everyone else, it was just, how are we going to get money for groceries? Right. Uh, yeah. Both work. Both work. The iced tea scam <laughs> is definitely easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's funny. In, my, in the weird dusty attic that is my, my memory, that was the label for that memory that I've never said out loud before to <laughs> anybody never, else. Never shared. <laughs> the, ice, the iced tea gambit. I love like thinking back to a simpler time, the mid 90s when iced tea was a dollar, which is how much it should be. 
Yeah, it's the That's right amount. That's how much amount. it was on Granville Island if you worked on the island. It was like a really? real wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, yeah, the owners of the tea shop would give us a deal and, and I drank so much iced tea. Because it's just like it's basically water and like uh, water that a leaf has touched. Like it's, <laughs> it's Yeah, I could just go outside right now and lick a tree. Yeah, well, I mean, it is raining, so. Of course it is. Am I right, like, guys? <laughs> it's it's like four dollars now or something like that it's like three three yeah. eighty five it's yeah it's i recently crazy. spent eight dollars on a tea whoa uh, yeah i blame i blame you yeah oh i was very upset uh it was one of my retail nightmares because I, it was scalding hot i burnt my mouth it was the only thing i'd had like you know, in months outside of the house. And I was so excited. And it had no flavor. And it was just like hot almond milk and uh, no tea at all. And I had to throw it away. You were being punished for from the almond lords. Oh, maybe. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, please. Please, please, almond lord. Um, Please, please, daddy. Almond Nut daddy. daddy. <laughs> oh, you did it. You got us there. Thank you. Um, do you want us to do a, a round of Retail Nightmare, Scott, and come back to another one of yours and then move on to segments? Well, I just, sure, please, please do some Retail Nightmares. Um, Jessica, do you want me to go with mine because you don't have one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, everyone who listens to the podcast knows that I work in customer uh, service still. I, I'm a manager of customer service people. And I still have to read and call and speak to and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter people with product issues, problems and questions or compliments. Um, (laughs) It's a a stressful job and uh, there's not a lot of silver linings these days. But uh, on Monday, the first two emails I got were like, I'm allergic to this thing. Why do you use it? And I'm like, well, I respond to those. And then the third email starts off with, I can't be too descriptive because I don't want to give anything away, but the guy is like, basically, your products are dog shit. They taste like vomit. It's like a homeless person stewed it in his underwear, and then you fed it to the public. Um, This is like a holocaust on my taste buds. Whoa. Um, And then it goes on. It's like probably about 200-word email, which is long for an email. And the end, he's like, I hope this email made you laugh. And I'm like, no, I can't. Wow. <laughs> no. Like, that is, it's A, it's wildly disgusting to make a Holocaust joke in a complaint about pasta. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just really like, I'm like, what is this guy? Like, people have a lot of extra time on their hands right now. Obviously, I don't. Um, have not stopped working and hope I don't have to. So yeah, like he thought he was so hilarious and I had all these potential responses. Like, oh, yeah, my, uh, Friend's grandmother survived the Holocaust. It was very chilling to see the numbers on her arm when we ate dinner. Uh, or like I had all these like brilliant responses, but all I responded was, oh, the product that you're looking for already exists. I don't know why you complained about this. Here's the link <laughs> uh, in a very polite way. But I think that's the first Holocaust joke I've read in an email uh, or had. That's awful. Wow. Yeah, and I looked him up online, and he's a massage therapist. Ugh, wow. <laughs> pony? Ponytail? No, or no, no pony. pony. Oh, but I feel like there may have been a pony in an earlier Facebook picture. I mean, I, I dug deep when I was deciding on how to respond. I also always want to say, like, I know, I know, I kind of know what funny is. Like, I'm not unaware of what's considered funny. <laughs> so you're way off, sir. Way off. 
Yikes. What was the brain what was the brain thinking time that made him think that he was going to be received with laughs? I know. And that was at the bottom of this like vicious email. And like this year, uh. in the past like year, I've had people um I had one person like threatened to kill me on the phone who was just having a really bad day according to her. Um, I've had a man write a five page letter because he thought that I crossed his boundaries by sending him a coupon. Um, <laughs> it's been a year, like it's been a year of like, this was, is... a, was it a coupon for your titties? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, uh, there isn't a coupon big enough for our envelopes. Uh, but anyways, um, <laughs> it's a novelty size coupon. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, two of them too. Uh, the, yeah, he just, you know, I just happened to trigger something and like it went in, he went into a very traumatic experience in his life where a woman stole money from him. And, uh, he related that back to me, sending him a coupon. And then when I responded, I'm very sorry, I'll take your feedback to heart. Thank you. That didn't make him happy. So he wrote who he thought my boss was a five page letter about me. <laughs> So this guy's email is like really not that bad, but that he thought it was funny. Like it was that he thought it was funny that bothered me. Like if it just been yeah. a shitty email, like I get those once in a while, but that he thought he put work into that and it was still so painfully unfunny. Yeah. yeah. So do, are you like obligated to respond to every single email, like no matter how abusive they are and like no. offensive? No, you no. don't have to? No. Okay. No. That's um, good. Because I, tr oh. I try I to imagining. sometimes like for a challenge, I'll, I'll like take something on just to see how I can get through it. But it's That's not very good. rewarding. It was rewarding no. to just like completely ignore all of his jokes and just like have a very straightforward response. And like, mm. I'd like mm, that was good. very satisfying because I'm sure he was like at home rubbing his hands together and he's like, oh, this is going to be great. I can't wait till that schmuck like writes me back. What a dummy. Uh, and I also sent him two free product coupons. So it's like extra like it just was like super oh. nice to him. And he's oh, like, oh, like, a... I, did they not read all of that stuff about dog shit that I wrote that was so funny? <laughs> yeah. That sucks. So, wow. Yeah, it's just like, don't waste my time. We're like just a, a small, small team making it through hundreds of things every week. Oh. Did you, did you laugh? Did you, where did you laugh? What did you totally, laugh? Which ones totally did you like, like the that. best? Which jokes did you notes. like the best? But he <laughs> yeah. also like, he made fun of people that don't have homes. He made fun of like so many things. You're just like, those aren't funny. Really punching down. <laughs> Mr. He was really Masseuse. punching down. And he started punching down by just punching down at a customer service person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of dudes who just like spew hatred, um, referencing back to one of our previous episodes when we talked about how we're pretty sure we know where Randy Quaid lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think because I've been running past it, um, uh -huh. that house. And I think I saw him the other day. Did he have a big white beard? He, yeah, he had a big white beard and like big hair, like a That's old, him. old wizard. Yeah. Uh, Scott, your family's neighbors with Randy Quaid. I had no idea. Is this is this confirmed or confirmed-ish? Well, he has a, a big Trump flag in his window. Oh, that's... Yeah. And he... There's a big RV parked out in front of the place. Uh, and there's like a lot of cars. There's like three or four cars inside also. There's like one really vintage car. And then like a few... There's like a truck and a normal car. And there's a punching bag in the tennis court that has like blood dripping down it like the, 
the design on it is that. There's lots of tarps on the tennis court. This is all, I just see this from the sidewalk as I'm Uh, running past. He's bad. He's bad. He's he's, bad. He's so bad. He's bad. Yeah. He he thinks, I sort of looked into it a bit. He thinks that the police were like spying on him because he thought like there was a conspiracy against him to like kill him. And I think him and his wife made a documentary about it called like Mm. Star Whackers. And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something, there's something going on that like he did wrong and he like fled to Canada. And then I think he's been here ever since. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But bought, bought a fancy house and is just letting it uh, get really creepy. Yeah. It's like oh. a heritage house. We're it really is. creeping on him. Like <laughs> take that. Yeah. It's like one of the city special heritage houses. Yeah. It has a plaque on the front and everything. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I figured, I always thought he, somebody like Randy Quaid would live in like a suburb of Las Vegas. For sure. Well, we're just picturing oh, yeah. his character <laughs> from uh, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, I think. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, he's, it's closer to that than like, I keep forgetting, he's Dennis Quaid's brother, right? Yeah, there's like a four-year four, yeah. four year age difference. And Dennis Quaid just recently like married or got engaged to someone who's like 38 years younger than him. Dennis did? Yeah, so oh. they're both oh. big weirdos, I think. Like what, literally, what would you have in common with that person? What would your like frame of reference, like it would be the same as like... The Simpsons. That's <laughs> I it. guess. It's just a relationship built on, on friends and the Simpsons. I guess. Ugh. Kids today love friends. Um, <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, so many of my younger coworkers just love friends. But and it's, friends, like, I the TV show Friends? It's like, yeah, not real life friends. Friends, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, what are you talking about? But isn't Friends yeah. like people were re watching it and being like, wow, it's like really homophobic and like fat phobic and like it really doesn't hold up. Yeah, yeah. So they find what? it very comforting. I don't, because I think it was on TV when they were really young. Oh, when they were like in the womb, they could hear like Chandler yeah. being so witty. They, <laughs> that, that cat song that Phoebe sang. Smelly cat. That's right. Smelly cat. Yeah. Um, it's like their cheers, but not good. That's how I think of it. <laughs> I think that's how that's how the cast that's how the cast of Friends thinks of it. They're that's <laughs> yeah. not the same way. That's on IMDb. <laughs> the description it says it's like cheers, but not good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original pitch for Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, they're like, don't make it a bar. Make it a coffee shop. Everything doesn't take place in the coffee shop. It takes place in an apartment. One's really small for some reason and one's really big for some reason, but nobody knows why. I feel like they're both really big. Now we're now we're talking about friends. No. We got tricked. Yeah. In- oh, new, yeah. oh. new segment. Trick someone into talking about friends. Um, Damn it. Scott, did you want to do... Scott, did you want to do one more retail nightmare? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I like talking about myself, so I'll do whatever, but... Uh, oh, okay. Tell us more about Scott. <laughs> the floor is yours. Bad. Now I feel bad. Um, <laughs> don't feel bad. Um, let's do a couple of segments then. Yeah. Sounds good. You're in California. I feel like we should do how much money have you spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> but, oh, that's right. They are a California thing. How much money have you spent? 
You know, that is, that's funny. So is the, is the, have we begun the segment or have we just, is this a prelude to the beginning of the segment? <laughs> this is the are we, foreplay. Are we inside it? <laughs> this is the are foreplay. No, no, we're just. Tell me when we're inside it. Now. <laughs> it was 2014. Me, oh, Anthony wow. Kiedis and Flea were in a Learjet. <laughs> So you is, bought the is Learjet. This, is, it literally, is it literally how much money have I spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can like, sure. like estimate. Some people give us like a, like an itemized receipt. <laughs> I can tell you that I have spent $20. Oh, are we counting? Okay. I'll say $30. Okay. I'll say okay. $30. I'll say ten for a ten for a CD because I'm sure I bought one of their CDs, and then whatever percentage of the ticket to Lollap 1992 Lollapalooza. <laughs> let me let's oh, take wow. it back to the 90s. Yeah. Wow. I think they were. I'm pretty sure they were in 19. They were in the second Lollapalooza. I wasn't there for them, but they were there. So some percentage okay. of my ticket went to. Went to fund. That's generous of you. Their their work, the good work that they do. Oh yeah, the good work. And I did that thing once. We bought we bought tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers because what's the band with the curly haired Oklahoman? Uh, I have no idea. Pearl Jam, <laughs> Carrot Top, no, cur- curly haired <laughs> Oklahoma band, Trippy, uh, Wayne Coyne. Oh, uh, the. Oh. The Flaming Lips. Thank you. The Flaming Lips. Yeah. I don't remember words as much as I should. It's okay. I didn't know they were we, from there. They're from Oklahoma City. Oh. They're, uh, yeah. I guess he's like the he's like the Randy Quaid of Oklahoma City. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> but in the sense that he's like a cool, fun liberal inside a otherwise shit town. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Which is the opposite. It's like of... a reverse. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hank gets it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a very good guard dog. Um, oh, okay. I got it, Hank. <laughs> he, he's a very, very so, funny little guy. So 20 we, plus uh, 10 we is 30. See, yeah. We did that thing where we went to see the flaming... We went to see the f- Flaming Lips, but they were opening for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, and in my head, as like a grizzled goer to of club shows, I was like, well, they're not even going to start till like fucking 11.45. So let's eat at this Italian restaurant for too long. And then totally, <laughs> totally miss the band that we wanted to see and walk in when Kiedis is in his jorts. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we missed we missed the the bubbles and the and the furries and we just got, you know, sweaty Will Ferrell on drums. <laughs> That's right. They look exactly the same. They do look alike. That's too bad. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch Sorry them or that, you, you you just left? <laughs> it was a, it was one of the only shows in a while that I had seen at an arena as opposed to just at a at a at a club. And so most of my justification for doing most things in those days was get fucked up. And when we were <laughs> both, when we were faced with 
the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Arena getting fucked up, we just got out of there. Yeah, it, good it call. Wasn't gonna, <laughs> so yeah. smart. It's gonna be a, a bad trip. Yeah, it was. It was no good. So I would say thirty dollars. How do I compare? How does that com- does that compare? Uh, more than we've spent. Yeah. Okay. I'm at zero. I mean, I I paid for Alex Hudson's uh, chili pepper tattoo on his butt. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> what is Oh, wow. Okay. He is the founder of the segment who is a big fan <laughs> of the chili peps. Actually, Jay is um, working on his album right now. Alex's new album. And it's called Pep Talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Isn't it fun when, when, isn't it fun when people you like are fans of bad things? It's so endearing. So great. It's a, it's a mysterious, and I love it because, hey, it's great. I have a friend who's a really genuinely huge fan of the Dave Matthews band. And he's, (laughs) he's an incredibly funny comedian. He's not a dork. He's just a good person who happens to be a fan of uh, uh, that that man's music. Well, that's when you start a podcast about it and then you force your friend <laughs> who's not a fan to listen. That's that's the, the formula, I think, that's tried and true. That sounds great. What do I like that's embarrassing? Yeah, what's your thing? What's your thing when it comes up? Not even a guilt. Like, I, I think our culturally we're past guilty pleasures. Because fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. Nicolas Cage. Oh, you do like him. Love him. Oh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Probably more Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I agree with that. You think you, you appreciate him on a different level. But it's just because he looks like my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's very oh, wow. sweet. Yeah. Does he really or just to you? There were, No, there was a time like in the 80s that they they looked alike and like people would stop my dad and ask him for for autographs and stuff wow everything i like is super cool yeah that's true (laughs) you're just a cool cool i was gonna say enya but then i'm like enya is super cool so enya rocks and i've been listening (laughs) to a lot of enya lately so i've been listening to a lot of enya and a lot of sade and it's been great oh nice really good oh yeah they are amazing yeah yeah this is the time easy to work to have you both have you been uh have you found that your musical tastes have gravitated more towards soothing and calm or happy or has it gone in a direction or has it pretty much stayed what you listen to normally i stopped listening to what i normally listen to which is usually like kind of heavy folk which is usually like very sad and bittersweet and now it's just like rihanna sade enya um Bruce Springsteen. Nice. I listen to a lot of Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. Yeah. yeah. But I've been listening to a lot of like, uh, I listened to the Vanga Boys today. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So just like high energy dance music. Because hmm. that's also the music that we're making right now. When I think of you and Jay, it's I always think of high energy dance music. So it's perfect. <laughs> nice. How about, nice. How about you, Scott? Uh, for me, it's been just like it always is, pretty much exclusively Dave Matthews Band. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. You were that friend. Wow. You motherfuckers failed that test. <laughs> Super I, intolerant. I basically could not, like if you held a gun to my head, I could not 
name you a Dave Matthews band song or that I think it's just I don't even think it's a I don't even think it's music it's like songs (laughs) I think it's like an it's like like that's all it is (laughs) that's all I know I know what he looks like but I can't think of his music either yeah and I wonder if there's like a crossover between people that like him and John Mayer because I feel like I have facial recognition blindness for both of them yeah I feel like it's a similar vibe there is a there are two vehicles actually in my neighborhood that have multiple Dave Matthews band stickers, like all wow. over, all over them, not just on the bumper, like, or on the back, but like side window. Oh, and, that's when you know they're like serious about it. Yeah. Like they want to <laughs> look at it. They want their passengers to look at it while they're driving yeah. them to the show. Jesus. <laughs> also, Vancouver makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Totally. It's a well. Pacific Northwest is a is a haven of uh, Dave Matthews Band fanship. I think he's from. He lives there. He lives in Seattle. Okay. I think. Um, And I would I would assume that there's always going to be a contingent of people who like that. I don't know any of them. I don't know. I miss I miss Vancouver. I miss uh, is Zulu Records still around? Can we just talk about regular things real quick? Sure. Yeah, Zulu's still there, but they cut it in half because it was so huge. So they, yeah. yeah, that's a little sad. Zulu's really like, uh, the quality has gone downhill. I'm just going to say it's like a lot of oh, okay. dollar bins and not a lot, like not a oh. lot of stuff you want to buy. Lots of, like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It's sort of become more like a thrift store type fine. But then you could, you could get the new like Kings of Leon too, brand new for like 40 bucks if you want. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Neither of those. Can I do neither? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, and I kept wanting to support it. Like, I will I would go and buy tickets there or whatever so they could at least make a bit mm-hmm. of money off of that. But I kept going in there because I, like, live kind of close by and I would walk over there. And I'd always, you know, try and find something there that I could spend money on. Yeah. And I was just like, I give up. And it even, like, it smells weirder in there now, too. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this like, is so cool. This is so, this is very fun for me. It's like checking in on old friends that I haven't heard from in a while. Yeah, and, and they're not doing well. How's, cha- <laughs> how's Chapters doing? I mean, they oh, seem like they're... Oh, the no, big I'm one kidding. closed. Oh, okay. Oh, did Chapters close? The one no, downtown the, did. The one downtown, yeah. Oh, okay. The one across from, uh, what's Canadian Sears? Oh, it was just Sears. Uh, Sears is gone. Hudson Bay. Sears is oh, gone. There was Sears. Sears went out of business. Be, yeah. Okay. What else do you want to know that's gone out of business? Yeah, we'll <laughs> tell you everything. <laughs> Army, and, Army and Navy is closing for good. No way. Oh, no. Yeah, Army and Navy, which has been around like for, I don't know, like a hundred years or something like that. And uh, the the Dragon and Crystal Viking Warrior store in, in the mall that I work in is uh closing permanently so oh no where am i gonna get all of my gifts i'll be honest yeah i'm happy about that (laughs) yeah that's a good i'm cool with that everything's for sale half off online check it out i don't even know what it's (laughs) fucking called (laughs) um but uh yeah it's weird lucky's comics is still around on main street if you know that one wait it's a jam scott Ask us mm-hmm. if something that you went to close besides Jessica just tell me. Yeah, you I'm just listening to you. Oh, sure. that's a f- <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. You're, that's a little. I would imagine that's a little more scattershot. You telling me what's closed and me selectively responding with, "Oh no, that one I know." Okay, yeah, where, where else do you want to know? What What are your favorite things in Vancouver? 
Let's see. I think we hit them. Zulu was Zulu was big for. I really love Zulu to to go and find music. Yeah, was a really special place for for a while. Uh, and and then along Granville, back when there were like more uh, little grocery stores mm-hmm. there. Oh, is VJ's? Is VJ's still going? Vidges? VJ's. <laughs> Vidges? Is it the, called Vidges? The, in, the Indian We now restaurant? call it Vijay's. Uh, <laughs> it's bedazzled. It's a waxing parlor now. No, do you, <laughs> like the Indian restaurant? Is that what you... The Indi- yeah, yeah, the... the, the Tony Indian restaurant. It's the, yeah. it's there, um, but they've they've opened up like a more uh, bistro sort of place called uh, Rangoli. So it's really they, good. Okay. Yeah, and then I think Jam Jar is also like their even like more casual version. But oh wow, yeah, I think they're I That's think they're their, doing well. You could yeah, you could keep making up words if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Nice, yeah. nice. Open table. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> um, should we do the microwave segment? Oh yeah, let's do the microwave. The last time you used a microwave. Okay, so right. Scott, when okay. when we're yes. in it, we're inside it now. Were well, we in it now? We're in it. <laughs> okay. Um, when was the last time you used a microwave? One hour ago. Oh, wow. Tell us everything. (laughs) I'm taking off my top. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got a coupon. (laughs) I got two. Uh, I I only have the one. I only have the one. So you might need to get uh, creative with your... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun until until I feel gross. Until it's Um, real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this is a this is a subject. Is it because microwaves are strange machines that should never be used? I mean, I I'm neutral. I'm I'm micro nooch. I think Most, it's cuz neither of us have them. And also okay. like a lot of people don't have space for one in Vancouver and also pe- people okay. are suspicious of them for health reasons. Oh, no. We have a we have a walk-in. <laughs> we are have you so in much it? space. Are we in it now? We have so, well, it's it's good for the acoustics are good. I'm just praying my children don't know I'm here. <laughs> it used to be the garage. I, I think we I think we use the microwave just right. <laughs> just what did for, you microwave? Don't, I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever cook anything in the microwave. No uh, eggs, except <laughs> no eggs. No. I remember we got a microwave early in my house uh, in rural Pennsylvania in like 1981. Whoa. We got a microwave, and my I still remember the excitement in my dad's voice when he said, "It heats up the food. The dish stays room temperature." <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> but, but bless it's kind his heart. Of, yeah. <laughs> He was so excited and it was, it did seem like magic. So in my mind, there's always been a little bit of a magic component to, to the microwave. For sure. Um, oh, what I was going to say was like my mom, after my dad bought the microwave, which in the, you know, back then it looked like, it looked like a, like something you put on top of your stereo. Like it looked like it had like dials and like tubes and wood all paneling. Kinds of, yeah, it had wood paneling. It yeah. was it was a serious. It wasn't just like a, a white box that you buy for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my mom bought a bunch of like microwave 
cookbooks like make a whole <laughs> Easter spread. <laughs> you can do everything from the ham to the marshmallow dessert. <sighs> we don't do we don't we don't do that. But uh, I will say microwaves good for uh, if you want to steam a veg. It's good sure, for steaming yeah. a veg. Reheating leftovers. Lonely mornings is what I call it. <laughs> um, you can also do something weird, like just put a piece of bread in it and then put cheese on it. And then you have like a weird, yummy, squishy cheese sandwich. Yeah. Fun Fridays is what I call that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm developing quite a picture of a character that you're trying to convince us. <laughs> like this lonely man within this like loving, loving family. Hiding this from his has teens. To, has to eat on his own. <laughs> I don't always do eat live with in my the, family. Do you live in the garage? <laughs> yeah, no, it's real comfortable. I love it. <laughs> it has to be. You've got three different kinds of chairs in there. <laughs> yeah, no, they're definitely yeah. chairs and not a bed. <laughs> One is not a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but I've slept out here. Uh, oh hasn't? yeah, I would too. Who hasn't? Yeah. No, it's 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 a nice it's a nice little getaway. Um, You've mentioned. During- <laughs> And I've said it in a more and more quaint way every time. It's just a real fun little, it's a real fun little place to, you know, just take a second. Charming nook. Me time. It's a little nook. Yeah, guys. Me nook. Some people call it a man cave. I call it a me nook. (laughs) This is my me nook. Sorry. (laughs) It sounds so wrong. It does. It I, sounds like a, it sounds like a, yeah, no. Do you know what I imagined when you said Minook? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. when you open up a kangaroo's pouch and it's like soft inside, Aww. but also mucusy. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought of. Was it like oh. a kangaroo's package, package. package. Yeah. for the Joey? You're the Joey. Pouch. Yeah. I'm the Joey. I'm the Joey. I'm the Joey. Welcome to my, welcome to my wet basement. My me nook. <laughs> okay, you guys. Have you read the article that came out yesterday, the interview with Robert Pattinson? No, but I saw the photographs and they're not good. <sighs> Holy That's shit. That's what I was going to say. I, th- I thought I, I saw the photographs of him being like willfully zany and I was like, fuck you, <laughs> RP. So he's he, a f- he has very challenging angles to photograph. He's, he's a mm. divisive figure. Like, I don't think he's a good actor, but I really enjoyed the movie The Lighthouse. Um, oh, went to go that. see it in the theater. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is like amazing in it, and then Robert Pattinson's just there. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he's sort of like trying to do an accent, and it's really muddled. You're like, is this like? Apparently, he did research of you know like 18th century like uh, New oh. England farmers or something, but it just sounds like a New Jersey sort of like mixed with something else. But anyway, in this interview, I haven't read it. I've just seen excerpts from it, but he is making a dish in it. And <laughs> it seems like he just went to like the bodega and got some got some <laughs> ingredients. And so he's he needed breadcrumbs, but they didn't have any. So he got like a dusty box of cornflakes. And he's like, it's the same thing, basically. And then so he has this recipe that I don't know where he got it from or if he made it up himself. But you microwave pasta. You like microwave penne, which mm-hmm. like sounds awful. And then you like 
put on a bed of tinfoil a bunch of sugar and like cheese. He got like nine packets of sliced cheese. <laughs> and oh. so I I don't have a microwave, but I want to make this dish. Yeah, and I'm, I'm interested. You had me uh, yeah. at sugary cheese and I'm not even sure yeah. why. I think that the sugar wow. caramelizes maybe. Okay. Oh, it's like a trashy isn't isn't brown cheese like a sweet cheese? Maybe. I think it's I don't know. there's a there's a there's a I want to say it's like Dutch or something. It's brown. It's called brown cheese. I think. <laughs> I'm it's not so, falling I, for this. It sounds like I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> brown cheese. I'm googling this. Um, yeah, I I mean I have a food blog that's like all about terrible and disgusting food. And I feel like Robert Pattinson should just take over ownership of the blog because <laughs> he's... Jessica, can I ask you some questions for yes. clarification? Yes. Is there a picture of the food? I didn't see it, but it seemed like the interviewer was maybe like watching him make it. <laughs> I really watch, should. Watch me cook this. Yeah. I'm Robert Pattinson. Uh, I mean, and he's he's Batman. And the other, the other like main oh. pull thing from it is like his personal trainer told him he had to you know keep working out for his upcoming role as batman and he's like no i'm not going to because apparently <laughs> james dean wasn't didn't have a six-pack so he's not going oh, to no well james oh. dean like was a big star at a time when six-packs weren't really a thing no you only had you know, one was if a you very were like, different body type ideal ideal yeah. body type not body type ideal <laughs> Cool. I mean, um, I think I think it's cool that he's uh, he's challenging uh, social norms in both body body image and also the kitchen. So <laughs> he was, and it, to be fair, uh, at least for me, he was very very good in. Have you seen the Safdie brothers movie that they made oh. before the scary one? No, but it's on my uh, list. I want to see it. Yeah, Diamond Guy. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Something time. Good. Good time. Good time. Yeah. yeah. That's, that is great. That is, did you see um, Uncut Gems? Yeah. Okay. It's the I same feeling through it. throughout. It's the same feeling, which is, you know, oh, oh, oh. anxiety and dread. Anxiety and dread turned up uh, very loud. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a difficult movie to watch, but he's great. Yeah. I, I should watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a lot of things, but I don't mind him as an actor as in right. like, Yeah. But this uh, interview, the clips that I saw on Twitter that I like, the links uh, that I saw on Twitter, like these photos are just so tedious. Uh, I feel like he'd be the guy if you were set to interview him for if you're like the reporter for Vanity Fair, he'd be the guy when you pull up to his house, he's like waiting there with the door open, like leaning <laughs> against the door frame, smiling like, let's do this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I don't want to do this. Have you guys seen the Twilight movies? Oh, yeah, I love them. They're so funny. I remember you rented Are them they? from me when I worked at the video store, and then you yeah. kept them forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only because I forgot them. Like, I watched them right away, but then forgot to return them. Like, I still have a fine with the public library here for late overdue books from <laughs> they, the early they 2000s. Do. They do. <laughs> I think they do amnesty. No, they haven't. They have really? not. Yeah, I have they requested have. it. <laughs> <laughs> they have for some Did reason you? like I'm completely blacklisted. I don't know why I haven't had a library card in so long. <laughs> Did you walk into the library in a disguise, just inquiring? <laughs> no, but like I think I even had like friends that worked there, and they're like, "We'll fix it," and I'm like, "We can't fix it." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and like all the books were returned, but I my 
my time with the Vancouver Public Library is done and has been <laughs> for 15 years. Wow. Um, yeah, it hurts. Uh, that's why I buy books or don't read. Um, <laughs> should we do Papo of, the, Papo of the Week? Yeah, it's time. Papo of the Week. Okay, Scott. So, so Scott, <laughs> who is your Papo of the Week? This doesn't have to be an animal could be a person. Oh, it doesn't have to be an animal? It could be literally anything. It's just something cute and or good, positive. We like to end on a positive note. You're could looking be your garage around. room. You're looking at your chairs. <laughs> My wet garage. <laughs> Hold on. It doesn't uh, look me, wet. It's not. Uh, uh, um, well, okay. <laughs> um, give me give me a moment to to I thought it was I thought it was uh, animal specific. It I still had be. nothing. No, it I still had nothing. Be. Okay. No, I still had nothing. I mean, I've got a good one. Do you want me to go first? Please, please do. Yes. Okay. So, anyone who follows me on Instagram will know that I have made a new friend this week. Uh, he is a golden lab and he sits in the front yard of his house. There's no fence. He's got toys scattered all around him and the first time I came past him I've been running like every day wearing a mask and sunglasses and a hat so <laughs> I I thought like when I was first approaching him I was sort of cautious because I thought you know I might be scary and like look weird to him but he immediately like I walked past I said hi and I walked past him and then I was sort of like okay like I'm not gonna pet this dog it's fine and then once I got past him, he like picked up his ball and ran around me and was like, you're not going to play with me. And then so we've developed this thing where every day I come by and he sees me, gets all excited and his tail starts wagging and he'll come and drop his ball in front of me. And then he backs up like he'll drop it on one side of the sidewalk that I'm standing on. And then he backs up and goes into his yard and I kick it to him. So we have developed a friendship that is entirely contact free uh, and it's just so pure and beautiful. And it reminds me of the friendship that Paul F. Tompkins has started with the two dogs that he's visiting, but there's no fence separating us. Unlike that friendship he has developed. And so I, I don't know his real name cause I haven't like touched his collar to see what his tag says, but uh, I've named him Tony <laughs> 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 and I love Tony. Like I've seen him every day for like the past four or five days or something like that. It's a very, very good boy. No kidding. Oh, that's really sweet. He's such a nice lab. Yeah. He's kind of chonky. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's like real full, thick full of energy. And he's like stuffed animals, like little teddy bears laying out in the lawn. I love it. And they wow. obviously really take really good care of him. Like the um, address sign on the front of the house has a little golden lab on it. So it's like, okay, you guys are all about this dog. That's love beautiful. Him. Love Tony. Tony, he hasn't let all the love get to his go to his head. He's still cool. Yeah, he's like a real cool guy. Must be nice. <laughs> uh, Scott, do you want me to go next and you'll go last? Sure, that sounds fine. All right. You've, are you, what are you working on over there? <laughs> oh, me? No, I'm sorry. I was, I was fiddling with yeah. the... I, I, was fiddling. I wasn't looking at you guys until now. <laughs> he's doing a crossword. <laughs> um... <laughs> My puppo of the week is Hank Tobin, a poodle. Uh, he ate a little bit of poop last night. I was oh. not very happy with him, but I still love him so much. 
His own or a stranger's <laughs> Yeah, poop? he just found some on the street and usually... It was like, I'm assuming like another animal's, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, like... No one's quite sure where it lands for animals and COVID. And one way of getting it would definitely be eating poo. So <laughs> I was like, drop it. But he didn't. He ate it. Wow. Oh. He was pretty excited about that. I've been Ooh. eating a ton of poo throughout all of this. Oh, and you're fine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you eat it, your 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 tummy will take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the official okay, yeah. that's, standpoint. That's what, that's what Dr. Okay, Fauci yeah. said. Fauci says tummy okay. <laughs> Fine, works for me. God, I wish tummy was the word for it. <laughs> I think that, that I saw that on a t-shirt immediately. <laughs> Dr. Fauci said tummy okay. I there's oh, something man. about that word that is like it's like nails on a chalkboard to me like it irks me so much tummy yeah like my whole life I'm like oh. just say stomach like we all is it is it may, may I ask is it sort of does it strike you as infantilizing and in the realm of baby talk and thus irritating kind of like it's just kind of weird to me when like an adult who is otherwise like totally Oh, like yeah. speaking professionally, and then they're like, "My Tommy hurts." <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna love me, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't mean to. I don't mean to, and I don't mean to be. I don't mean to speak with using those kinds of words. But I will say, like, I got. I have to go pee pee. I'll say pee pee. <laughs> Uh, mostly because I don't, I just don't believe that my, my penis is capable of like taking a piss. Like my <laughs> penis is not a piss penis. Yeah. Okay. It's a pee pee. It's, it's a pee pee. It's a anyway. pee pee. Yeah. Didn't, I mean, didn't think, yeah. I think it's funny like when it's used for effect sometimes, but like, oh, when people like sincerely use tummy, it like, <laughs> like <laughs> one time I went to the doctor and oh she, no, she, gave, she gave me like a breast exam and she referred to my breast as boobs. She was like, your boobs are really symmetrical. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> like what? Oh my gosh, Jessica, you just wanted to tell us that your boobs were symmetrical yeah. again. She was like, your boobs are amazing. She's like, your tits are fucking hot. <laughs> um, I mean, there's also stuff wrong with them. Do you want to hear all that? That's, that's fun to hear. Apparently they're really. No, I want to get to Scott's Puppo of the week. They're lumpy and bumpy. She <laughs> no, also not... said that, and I was like, "Thanks again." Yes, yeah, Scott, who's your Puppo? Wait, Alicia, are you done with your Puppo? Oh yeah. <laughs> I've just had a really nice uh, ongoing interaction with a stranger. Oh, he oh, awesome. <laughs> he also he he also uh, goes he goes for a run at the same time I do, and at uh. one point. Um, there was a particularly complicated social distance related cluster of individuals walking or running in the same area at the same time. We were running towards each other and this cluster was behaving kind of confusedly. And we each kind of looked at each other over the cluster. We made eye contact and we both knew that, that we got this, that we had this and we, we moved <laughs> we coordinatedly moved around the the people in a way that w- wasn't in any way uh, endangering and uh, and ever since then we see each other like around the same time in around the same place running past each other uh, like several times in the past week and <laughs> 
uh, today he was farther along and I turned the corner and he saw me and he started to say something that was clearly something like, oh, I didn't know if I was going to see you today or oh. so. But then he realized, <laughs> he realized that there was no way to say that that didn't sound crazy. <laughs> And I was also at the same time making like gestural uh, motions that physically indicated the same thing that he was trying to say. You were doing that just... pointing to your eye and then making a heart and pointing <laughs> yes. at him. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then he went, cut it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And we both blushed and went our separate ways. Uh, but it was very sweet. Yeah. I have a new stranger friend. You have a new friend. friend. You have a crash. <laughs> that is nice. nice. You know, if you want to come check out my hammock chair in my in my garage office, you my can come to it or whatever in my in my mina. <laughs> my 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 minook. I mean, it's just me and the minook, so we could put up some I don't know plastic divider or something if you want to come. Like, you could just read. We don't have to even do the same thing. I don't know. You could play video games. You're inviting him to a kill room. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm just going to put up a bunch of plastic sheeting just just for your safety. <laughs> oh, God. Here, put this on. Um, that poor guy. Um, I, yeah, it's funny trying to predict other people's, like actions trying to anticipate like how especially like groups like there was a group of three kids on scooters and they were like motorized and they were I'm like this is chaos like I don't know where you're gonna go like I'm just trying to avoid you and not trip and fall and look <laughs> stupid yeah Ugh. um guys my what? phone is about my phone is about to die oh shit um, look yeah oh. it's time for plugs what we can just have Zoom meetings as friends. We we don't have to record. I'm not doing anything. Um, so no, no. Scott, it has been just absolutely an abject pleasure having you with us this evening. <laughs> That's um, funny because abject's usually for bad stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, it's Thank so you. nice to see you after all this time, and we'd love to have you back on, hopefully in person one day, and if not, uh, on, under better Zoom conditions. Um, if people want to, uh, people want to listen to your podcast, what should they do? Um, I would say just find me on, on Twitter. My name Scott Simpson, uh, there. Yeah. You can you find got everything the, else there. The best handle. Uh, You're like the original yeah. Twitter user. I've been on Twitter for too long, uh, <laughs> dumb, dumb long. Uh, and if you're ever in San Francisco, come see my, my comedy show when that's legal again. I would love to. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to grab an it's it and just stroll. <laughs> that's, that's a half a mile from our from my house is the when it's you, it factory. When you said I live near the airport, I was like, oh, it's it. Yeah. I, I fucking miss it's it. Send me that uh send me that patents and sweet cheese recipe. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the new it's it flavor is cheese <laughs> sugar cheddar <laughs> i think it's Delicious. gonna be good um jessica how about you uh if you want to follow me online you can do so uh i'm posting uh like videos and pictures of my new friend tony on uh, instagram so i'm <laughs> at energy slime on instagram if you want to follow the Bunny Cafe, I'm still doing social media for them uh, up until we open, whenever that may be. 
Uh, so that's bunnycafe.vancouver on Instagram. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. And then I also started uh, an Instagram for my food blog. So that's pan seared pea snaps. And uh, <laughs> it yeah. was a suggested account for me and I was like that sounds familiar oh yeah <laughs> mm. yeah um if you're like squeamish though probably don't follow it <laughs> <laughs> Alicia where can people buy your book they can buy it on amazon.com you can buy it at arsenalpulp.com as well um I think actually ordering it directly from the publisher will be faster although it is very cheap on Amazon right now because the Canadian dollar is so bad uh oh. it is only like 12 USD which is hmm. wild. Um, yeah, and you can always like buy a tote bag from us, right, Jessica? Yes. You love, you love sending a tote bag? I'm going to the post office every Friday. So if you want to get in on these orders, it's retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Uh, I only have like 60 left, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Yeah, one day. Yeah. Well, it has been a pleasure spending my Wednesday evening with both of you. You're both wonderful people. Um, I hope that everyone that listens to the podcast is doing okay. And that one day you have your own beautiful garage room like Scott's room. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want a Minook. so nice. Yeah, Minook. Yeah. Minook is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks, both of you. I, I adore you both. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.